I'm Julian Balthazar, and if you're new here, this is the five-minute podcast where we try and recap the AFL as quickly as possible. I think it'll be longer than five minutes. It was a big round. Let's get straight into the action. Friday night football at the MCG. It felt like one team was training out there. Collingwood cruising through to a 101 to 31 point win over the Bombers. Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody played his last game, but he looked completely out of it, like a retired player coming back for a Legends game. He looked that off the pace. Four touches and no goals. Jack Ginevan had a superb game for the Pies. He had 17 vital touches alongside three goals. He surely gets votes in this game. 121 super coach off his 17 touches tells the story. Tom Mitchell led the Pies with 33 disposals and a goal. Degoe looked in good nick as well with 27 disposals and one goal. For the Bombers, they were super off all game. It looked like they just really didn't want to win this one. Big numbers for Merritt though. He had 36 disposals and 146 Dream Team, but no real impact. Jamie Elliott was subbed out in quarter two with a hip flexor problem. I don't think it was that serious, just resting before finals. Over to Hawthorne Freo on Saturday at the MCG. Freo have won as underdogs, quite convincingly, 93 to 56. They found themselves up 60 to 26 at one point. They used the middle of the ground well, and it looked like there was a lot of space. Amos had three goals. Brayshaw and Sarong were huge as usual. They had 33 touches and 32. Hawks started to charge back in the third quarter, narrowing the gap to only three goals, but then Freo charged away. Emmett on debut, kicking two goals for the Dockers, alongside 17 disposals. They took it away in the fourth. Blake Hardwick was moved forward for the Hawks. It didn't really work, but he had 25 disposals. Will Day had 30 disposals. Dylan Moore, 27. Luke Bruce kept to just two goals. North have won. What have you done, North? Giving up the first pick by winning 132 to 97 against the Gold Coast Suns. Gold Coast were up 19 to 1 and then 45 to 17 early in the second. You thought, here we go, another loss on the North Melbourne Kangas. But then Larky ended up on, wait for it, 9 goals, 3 for the game. 21 disposals, 11 marks, 162 fantasy. He had three major goals in quarter two and quarter three. North took over in the third quarter and they kept it going in the fourth. Bailey Scott out there, he had 33 disposals. He looked like Errol Goulden on the wing out there. He had 128 Dream Team, and I reckon he's going to be one to look at next year in fantasy. That's Bailey Scott. Eddie Ford kicked three goals for the Kangas. Simpkin and Sheasel had 29 touches apiece. It was disposals galore in this game. Matt Rowell had 33 disposals. Is that a personal best for the year? Someone confirmed that. And Sam Flanders, 141 Dream Team. I think we might all be locking him in next year. Brisbane Lions continue their unbeaten run at home, winning over the Saints 72-60. They kicked 9 goals, 18. This could have been a far greater lead. Honestly, whilst the Saints defended okay, they just couldn't get the ball out of their defence. They were just playing keepings off, swinging the ball from side to side. It looked like the Saints didn't desperately want to win this one, and evidently we find out they didn't need to. The keepings off game from the Saints meant low disposals for the Lions. Lockie Neal had his regular 30, which was high, but Dunkley only had 19. McCluggage only had 21, and they only had 340 team disposals which is a bit lower than they usually have at the Gabba. Jack Sinclair had 30 disposals for the Saints. Rowan Marshall had another big game. He had 24 disposals and 132 fantasy. He might be the All-Australian starting Ruckman. Not many standouts for both teams. They both played a pretty average game. Even Brisbane, they missed some easy kicking targets around the ground that they'd normally execute. Jack Hayes was back for the Saints, but I think he might lose his spot. He was a little bit off the pace. It's farewell for Isaac Smith at the Cattery. They lost 79-104 to though, but boy did Isaac Smith go out in style. He kicked the first goal of the game, and he also led the game with 36 disposals, one goal, and 160 Dream Team. That might be a personal best for him. Geelong were in control of the scoreboard for most of the game. Dangerfield only 18 disposals, but looked a lot better than last week. And it was nice seeing Menegola back in the side. Stewart had 29 touches, as he does. The dogs started to click in the third quarter. Cody Waitman was big. 
He assisted and kicked a few goals, and the Cats definitely ran out of legs in the fourth quarter. But credit to the Dogs who played well in the last. Trelaw had 33 disposals, Libba 32, the Bont 31, very instrumental again. He might get votes, and he is heavy Brownlow favourite at the moment. Rory Lobb had three goals, which was good signs for the Dogs. The Dogs at this point had the win, so they thought they might be in the eight, but we later find out what happens. West Coast versus Adelaide. It looked like West Coast might have won the game again like they did last week, but no, Taylor Walker kicked the first goal of the game within the first two minutes. It looked like all Adelaide to start with, but then Oscar Allen and Shuey kicked the goal in his farewell. Saw West Coast leading 57-42 in the third quarter. Tim Kelly had 35 touches for the game. He's West Coast best and fairest, surely. Darling had three goals, but Oscar Allen was huge. He had four goals. In the third and fourth quarter, it was a tech show. Again, he ended the game on nine goals, four, 21 disposals, 11 marks, 164 Dream Team. That is so identical to Larky's game from North. Rochelle had three goals for the Crows. Laird had 37 disposals. Crouch, 31. Dawson, 24. Sorry to multis around the world that had him for 25. No goal for Shannon Hearn, sadly, in his last game, but he's been such a key part of West Coast success over the last so many years. Adelaide closing the game 123-78. to The fourth quarter really blew it up. Over to Port Adelaide. Richmond make it tricky for Port, hanging in there for most of the game, but Port ultimately getting the final say, winning 94-63. It was beautiful conditions in Adelaide. Goal for goal game as well. The lead changed a few times. Dusty and Rosie having very identical games. Both of them had 33 disposals and a goal. Dusty has been big lately. Zach Butters was huge with 30 disposals. His score involvements were phenomenal. He had 158 super coach. Maybe more Brownlow votes. This Brownlow race is going to be interesting. Francis Evans support kicked a nice goal to go alongside his three as the late sub in for Marshall. He's been good this year every time he's in. So it might be some selection headaches because he's very vital up front. For the Tigers, Rioli Jr. was injured with a hamstring injury. And Daniel Rioli, only five touches up forward, had a hip flexor injury. I have seen this guy injured every week for the last few weeks. It's time for him to have a rest. Thompson Dow for the Tigers had 27 touches for Richmond in that midfield. With Cochin gone, and who knows where Martin goes next year, he might be expected to do this a bit more. Taranto only had 19 touches, a very average game. Port really only sealed the game in the last five minutes of the game with a Dersma goal. And then icing on the cake from Rosie with a goal in the last minute. What a game this was at the SCG. Sydney playing for a home final. They had a finals feel about it this game. It didn't seem like any teams really broke away. The game was pretty tight against Melbourne. Melbourne looked like they were playing for something. Even though it didn't really matter on the ladder if they won or lost, they were playing for form, I think. Bailey Fritz came back with a bang. He had five goals off 16 disposals. A little bit of a worry when he went off in quarter three. He was limping, but he came back. But not so good news for Jake Melksham. He unfortunately injured his knee in quarter three. He was subbed out. I think later it was confirmed to be an ACL. Christian Salem for the Ds was nowhere to be seen. Eight touches. They'll claim that Ryan Clark tagged him, but I was watching Salem before this. I had him in a multi. He was no good all game. Jack Viney and Petrarca had 29 touches each, both instrumental. Oliver was okay on 24. I think he'll be good next week against the Pies. I'm definitely going to get Oliver for 25 disposals next week. Over to the Swans, Errol Goulden, he had 42 touches and two goals. It is just crazy what this kid is doing. And I noticed Callum Mills in the centre a lot. He had a lot more centre bounce attendances. He had 30 touches and 155 Dream Team. Just enough to tease us all to get him next year. We'll see what he does in the finals. Melbourne closed the game 77-56 to and proved that they're still real contenders in September finals. To close the round, I've gone way over time here, but this was a big one. The Giants were fighting for a top 8 spot and they pushed the Dogs out of the top 8 by winning over Carlton. 
What they probably didn't realize was at one point they actually moved ahead of the Saints on the live ladder. They were up by so much. It was a very interesting watch, especially as a Saints fan. The Giants, once they were up by about 30, they looked like they were way more interested in the game than Carlton. Carlton knew they had finals and definitely didn't play as hard after they were down. Charlie Curnow wins the Coleman though. He kicked two early goals, ending up on three. Well done, Charlie. Another great year in front of the big sticks. Tom Green for the Giants. He had 35 disposals. Toby Bedford was good. He had 19 disposals, but laid some good tackles and some pressure acts that shifted the game. Brent Daniels for the Giants. I mentioned getting on in last week for 15 disposals. He had 23 and a goal. Himmelberg was enormous in defense for the Giants. He was intercepting everything. Toby Green had four goals too, but a little incident with Wiedering might be looked at. Akers for the Blues. He started absolutely hot. 21 touches, but then subbed out in quarter three with a collarbone injury. I'm not sure if he misses finals that would be very crucial because he's been great for the blues it looked like a lot of space and roaming through the middle for the giants they look very fast paced and again as i said a lot more interest in the game all of their main offenders getting around the ball green kelly whitfield and canelio 28 touches and two goals that is it for afl bites round 24 it's been a fantastic season we will be continuing throughout the finals with less games so we will go into more detail throughout those games we hope you join us. Thank you so much to Footy Live and all of our guests for listening. We hope to see you at AFL Finals. It's going to be one hell of a final series. Let's go.